People say that I'm crazy, but I'm not that way. In fact, I know what I know, and I'll happily show movie madness is all in the mind. Movie madness is all in the mind. Hello, and welcome to Lost Movie Madness with Akeem and Friends. And today I've got as my special guest, Jacob S. What's up, Jake? Hello. <laughs> Jake, I need more <laughs> energy from you. Yeah, I uh, know. I'm usually usually super well, loud at work. Yeah, you're very very sedate right now. Well, that's fun. I'm sorry. All right, Jake. Uh, today we're going to talk about the movie Zombieland, right? Yeah. All right. You excited? You ready to do this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. We've so, been talking about this for weeks. We have been talking about this for weeks, and of course, you know, like all of my other friends, you are unable to find a half hour to talk about it usually. But today, it's a beautiful Friday. Actually, it's not that beautiful. It's kind of overcast. I'm surprised you're not out mowing. But I was going to. Of course you were. Uh, <laughs> but today, we're going to talk about Zombieland. So, um, what made you decide that you wanted to talk about this movie? Uh, well, you and I started talking about it and how much we both liked it. And we mutually decided it would be a good thing to do on your podcast so instead of just shooting the shit i don't know if i'm allowed to say that but in person it's said now yeah it's said now uh we decided to make that our movie all right great so jacob tell me about zombie tell me the movie in your own words what what happens in the movie uh jesse eisenberg is a little loner weirdo such as myself columbus Columbus is a little loner weirdo that gives very little backstory, which I actually prefer, but uh, just wandering, trying to get to Columbus, Ohio to find his parents. Along the way, he finds Tallahassee, uh, who are the girls' names? Little Rock and whatever the big girl. Wichita. Wichita, Emma Stone. Yeah. And along the way, they all argue, they fight, and then they all fall in love with each other. Yeah, and they become like a pseudo family. Yeah, right. what he says he's been looking for his whole life is a is a family, like this dystopian world where they have these adventures where they kill a lot of zombies. Yeah, and, and funny gruesome ways. Yeah, really, really gruesome ways. And um, I think, like, you get you you start traveling down the road. It's a buddy. It's essentially a buddy cop movie, right? You yeah. got the slob and you got the really uptight guy and you know they end up forming a good relationship and they meet these two girls these sisters who aren't the best of people right no no they're pretty terrible actually but they're not the <laughs> worst they're not the worst like they're not murdering people but they're definitely rob you blind yeah so. which i mean i mean in that type of situation i'm not sure which one's worse but you know what's the difference uh, well, when you're in zombie land being murdered is worse yeah, but being robbed blind to where you have no self-defense against zombies now? Well, uh, well, that's also bad. I mean, you could definitely yeah. consider that kind of like attempted murder. Yeah, that's right? why I was. That's why I was getting that. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick aside because my my podcast is full of a bunch of asides. I read yeah. a zombie story once about this three people they were traveling across the country trying to find safe haven, and. The one guy, he set up 
this girl's boyfriend. They were all good friends, but he set up this girl's boyfriend so he would be out of the way so he could have her because he was so lonely. Yeah. Then they got together and after the boyfriend died. And about six months later, he told her what he had done because he couldn't just live with it anymore. And here's the thing. You, in their world, they, you never beat zombies, right? Mm. Yeah. And the best thing was to be with a group of other people and one of them would just get picked off. Right. But at least the rest of you could escape. Uh, but you couldn't survive alone. So he tells her and he falls asleep and she takes all their rations and she goes away by herself because she can't stand to be around him. Right. And essentially she, she had murdered him. Yeah, know, essentially. He knew, That's what I would... he knew he could not survive. So I guess morally, yes, they kind of yeah. murder them. But then again, when you Twice. meet Tallahassee, by the way, you know what's in Tallahassee? Just in case you're wondering. Do you know? Is it Twinkie related? It is not Twinkie related. Good guess. <laughs> but the greatest university on the planet is in Tallahassee. It's called the Florida State University. Go Seminole. Oh <laughs> Go Seminole. That's one of the reasons why I love this movie is the Seminole aspect. Because I love my Knowles. Go Knowles. We're winning the national championship. But apart from that, I know we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was going to say, apart, apart from the Florida sports on a Zombieland movie discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how this thing goes. All right? We're not heavily focused on the movie. Like, okay. This is supposed to be a conversation that just meanders about and then comes yeah. back to the movie. All right? That's why it's not, I don't, uh, somebody was like, oh, to review movies. I was like, not really. No. That's not really what no. I'm trying to do. I just want to talk, to talk about movies. I just want to talk about movies like I talk to my friends about movies. But let's dial it back in. Let's bring it back in. Okay. There has to be some structure to this thing. What did you like about Zombieland? I like the actors. It was like star-studded cast, honestly. And they, considering that like most of the movie, there's only four people visible at any given time, like they really kept it busy regardless. Uh, the graphics uh, for 2009 like was really good for the gruesome and the gore and everything, and the general plot structure was decent. You know, killing zombies, trying to do your thing. So you talked about okay, the four, the four, the four players, right? Yeah. So it's an hour and a half movie. Usually, you don't have, you know, you have many more characters, minor characters yeah. around. But really, this is the mo- movie focused on their relationship between the four yeah. characters and how that it's disparate and how it comes back together. Because their their goal is to get to Hollywood, right? Yeah. So they can go to like they Pacific pick up the girls Playland and they come together, and they they want to go to Pacific Playland, and um, it's all about their adventures there. And they meet Bill Murray at the end, <laughs> kill him. They meet. They Spoiler met Bill Murray. Alert. They kill Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, Jesse Eisenberg kills Bill Murray. <laughs> Non-zombie Bill Murray. But yeah. Kills Bill Murray. Um, by yeah. the way, Bill Murray, one of my favorite comedic actors ever. He's great in Stripes. He's great in uh, uh, what's the what's the other one? He's great in um, the bowling movie Kingpin. He's great oh, yeah. in anything. In Scrooge, 
He's great in Scrooge. Bill Murray, by the way, coming coming to you soon, Lost Movie Madness fans, the four of you that are out there. Bill Murray season. I did a, my first season was season Stallone, so I did a bunch of Stallone movies, but no Rambo, oh, yeah. no Rambo, no Expendables, oh. <laughs> no no Rocky. Other Dread. I did not do Judge Dread, but I do need to go back and watch the Judge Dread. It's terrible. Oh. It's absolutely <laughs> horrible. A lot of, if you want to talk about Judge Dread, if you want to talk about Judge Dread, we can do that too. Because yeah, I've never seen it a, actually. I've only seen references. You should see it. You should yeah. see it. It is very early '90s um, practical nonsense. effects. Scene. Yeah, it's not nonsense. I mean, it's not nonsense, but it ain't great. It ain't great. And here's the thing. Okay, so the Judge Dredd character. Have you read the comics? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so the judges don't take off their helmet. No. Right. But this is a movie with actors. It's sort of like um, The Mandalorian, right? It's yeah. hard. One of the things actors want you to do is see their face. Mm. It's hard to emote it's... under a helmet. Right. You know? So you spend most of Judge Dredd watching Sylvester Stallone's face. But the, the, and it's, it's more comedic. But the Judge Dredd comics and what makes them successful is they're dark and they're brooding. Mm. Yeah. And you, the, the helmet helps with that. Because it's faceless, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, Sylvester Stallone spells it the whole time trying to emote. So it's it's funny because Sylvester Stallone is because he can only emotion on his face. He can only emote with his accent and his lips. <laughs> exactly, that's it. <laughs> but that's better than Keanu Reeves, who can't emote anything with anything. He Correct. A, he just has a stone face; it doesn't move. I except saw, for when I, he. I what? saw a Keanu Reeves movie where, like, he was basically, it was like a home invasion type of movie, but it was, like, teenage girls who pretended to be of age, and they, like, raped him and stuff, essentially. And he was the same in that movie as all the other movies. Yeah. This, you would think that he never had an emotion in his life, right? Just nothing yeah. affects him. Although, that's not true, because he does smile in Bill and Ted, both of them. But they're not real smiles, and they're weird. All right, back to Zombieland. What, <laughs> what did, did you I like about, about it? I, I like the structure of it. Like, I've got yeah. the list of rules. And as an army guy, I know you got to like them. Yeah, right? I like them. I enjoy all the rules that he put out. They all make sense. Yeah, they, they really do all make sense. But for a guy like you to have them written down... Like, I would never write down the rules. I just would like, uh, oh, yeah, that's the rule, right? But you yeah. would have, like, a Unabomber manifesto filled with rules, just like Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who know, how do you know it's not in my work journal right now uh, at work? I do. I read, I spent, so I spent, like, Zombieland came out at a weird time for me. So I spent, like, a year just reading zombie fiction. I think The Walking mm-hmm. Dead had come out around the same time. Yeah, I spent like a year reading nothing but reading nothing but zombie fiction, and I have a plan. It's in there when the, okay. when the apocalypse hits, all right. But like, I never thought. But of, it's okay, not wrote so, down. No, no, no. It's all in here. So guess, See, so guess what's we had a conversation happen. the other day about writing things down. <laughs> we did. If, it, if it's not written down, then there's no proof of it. All right. Yeah. So I keep my crazy up here. Okay. Like once I write down my crazy. 
Then somebody can find it and be like, oh yeah, that's what then you're Then you're now verifiably oh, crazy. Exactly. If I commit a crime and it's written down, then it's premeditated. You got to keep that, keep that in mind. If I don't yeah. write anything down, I don't have any digital imprint of it, then it's not premeditated. That's Other not necessarily video. true. Exactly. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> but the rules. Number one, cardio. Right? Yeah. Good, good so idea. Self-explanatory. You want to run away? Yeah. You, you, yeah. You need cardio. So something I find funny is a lot of the rules, like, so I know you don't play video games, but a lot of people grew up playing zombies on Call of Duty. And a okay. lot of these rules play well into that. Like cardio, a main strategy in zombies was kiting the zombies and just running around in a circle because zombies are stupid. What is kiting? Kiting means that you lure them into a mob so that you don't get surrounded. They're just following you. Oh, so like ring around a rosy, but they're stupid, so they, they can't exactly. cut through the so, so kiting is what Jesse Eisenberg does in like the first scene. He kites them yeah. to get into the car. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, not... Yeah. That's very they're just trying to eat him. Not, they yeah, have no higher not, level function. Correct. Interesting. I never heard that before. But cardio yeah. makes sense. Right? Yeah. The double tap is number two. Right? Yeah. I've, I've watched a lot of mob movies, and mm -hmm. I actually know somebody who got shot in the face. Oh, yeah? Right? Okay. A, a guy I know got shot in the middle of his forehead, which, by the way, if you're going to shoot somebody, don't shoot them in the middle of the forehead. It's the hardest part of the head. And if you don't have yeah, a large a caliber thing. weapon, if you don't have a large caliber weapon, you'll shot at the face, but you might not cause traumatic brain injury. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I remember saying to him, uh, when he told me he got shot in the face, I was like, oh, they only shot you once. He was like, how'd you know? I was like, the double tap. Like, the double if tap. I'm gonna you, if I'm going to kill you, I got to hit you. It was shot fight. you second time. Yeah. Yeah. The skull is resilient. It's supposed to be. So if I'm going to shoot you in the head and that's the only way to kill something, you got to hit him with the double tap. He was oh, like, yeah. are you talking about zombie land? I was like, yeah. He was like, <laughs> right. But that's how my mind works. Uh, yeah, but the double tap is self-explanatory. And there, I've seen a lot of mob movies where, you know, somebody got shot in the back of the head, but you only shot him twice. Shot him once, and he survived. Well, if you're yeah. going to do it, and essentially you need to kill the zombie to stop it. If you're going to do it, you got to hit him twice. It just yeah. is what it is. And, you know, don't save, don't save your ammunition. You know, now you're a zombie sandwich. Yeah. Number three, beware of bathrooms. Makes sense. Very vulnerable, vulnerable in there. Yeah. Vulnerability ain't good when the zombie apocalypse is upon you. Right? Nope. Number four, seatbelts. I never thought about seatbelts. No, but it makes so much sense in the situations they presented. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you never know when, you know, with derelict trucks and things all over the place. Yeah, and, they're like, and there was a scene where they're like, blind spots are for other drivers. And I'm like, you would think seatbelts is because of other drivers, but no, you don't know what will happen. Yeah, you never know what, what will happen. And that's just one of those things where, like, I was watching The Rest of Us. No spoilers. The Last of Us. The Best of Us? Yeah. Whichever one paid off Pascal's in now. It's The Last <laughs> of Us. And, um, you know, like, he's driving, and, like, 
you never like they reach Kansas City and they can't get through just yeah. because it's jammed up. Yeah. And you just never know when something like that's going to happen on a road. The road's clear until you meet, you know, someplace where the zombies got everybody and there's no yeah. space on the Usually road. Usually on I like just, some sort of busy highway when they're trying in the process of evacuating. You never know. You might be driving down a dark desert highway, cool wind in your hair, the smell of colitas rising through the air. Although in the zombie, in the zombie apocalypse, you're probably not smoking weed driving down the highway in like Mexico or California. Um, Actually, in um, shoot, there was a game where that I can't remember. Jacob, yeah, this is not actually, a video game podcast. I know, but it's about the uh, it's not about the last of it. It's, uh, it's the Walking Dead by Telltale, yeah. which is based on the comics, and okay. it's basically just a storytelling game. Uh, in season three, they're just smoking weed and doing their thing with kids in the back of the car. <laughs> Driving down the highway. I would suggest to you that the best uh, use of our time is not to be out of our minds while we're, while we're yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what well, that was a comment that they were making. Uh, he was like, "You really think it's a good idea to be driving under the influence right now?" And she's like, "Ah." <laughs> Although I, I did think, uh, as a man who does not imbibe anything. That if, you know, the EMP hits us or whatever, you know, uh, are you familiar with the EMP? Uh, I am. All right. Send us back to the dark ages. Yeah. Supposedly that's supposed to happen. A friend of mine who's an electrical engineer says that doesn't make any sense. I tend to believe him because there are plenty of power cells that aren't, you know, that are analog, not digital, that right. we'd be able to use. So anyway. But, you know, for the doomsday preppers out there who are watching this, which I doubt there are any. There when EMP uh, hits us, maybe, you know, I'm stuck in a city and I decide to get blotto and end it all. I don't know. You never know until you're in a situation. But until then, sobriety. Go sobriety. Yeah? No? Yep. I don't know. So, uh, number, number five is... No, no, no. Rule seven is travel light. Which... I think has a double meaning. You travel it light does. because you don't get uh, emotional attachments because people are going to die. You're in the apocalypse. Yeah. People are going to die. And two, you travel light because you don't want to be carrying a bunch of stuff. Although, I think you want to be carrying as many guns and weapons as possible. I'm not of the Tallahassee school where I'm going to start using hedge clippers for people's heads and things like that. No, I'm also not really of. So that was one of the things I didn't like. One was their use of ammunition, because I thought, because that's a big thing that, like, in any zombie situation, the time you die is the time you run out of ammo. Well, you should like, have something other than, you should have something other than uh, a distance. Yeah, from. yeah, you should. You uh, but just, like, shooting off in the, like, like, Doing range practice in Bill Murray's house made absolutely no sense to me. You would never do that in that type of situation. Well, we'll get to the things you didn't like. Okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right. So my, we're just going just through the rules right now. We got, know, ten, we got, got 10 minutes left of this thing, bud. Let's, ra let's, let's rate it back in. All, All right. right. Bring it in. All right. Uh, rule 17, don't be a hero. Makes sense. Like, if somebody's yeah. going to die... 
Don't get eaten, too. Sounds yeah. horrible. Uh, rule 18, limber up, goes with the cardio. Get those yep. tendons stretched out. Um, rule number 22, when in doubt, know your way out. And as an Army guy, I know you know that's definitely true. Oh, no, yeah, definitely have an escape uh, planned at all times. I've always got an escape plan. No matter where I'm at, I've always got an escape plan. I'm scoping out the lines. I'm trying to see who's coming. I've always got... But then again, I wasn't in the Army. I was just in a lot of dangerous places for a lot of years. Yeah, I mean, tomato, tomato, you know? Yeah, uh, it's all about danger and mitigating yeah. that danger and knowing how to get out of a situation. Um, when in doubt, know your way out. N number 23, Ziploc bags. I mean, eh, iffy. Number 31, check the back seat. Now, I don't know if you remember the old wives' tale of a guy driving down a seat, driving down a road at dark, and somebody hiding in their back seat and is a murderer. Yeah. No, like, yeah. The fir my first introduction to that was like the Chucky movies. Because he does yeah, that yeah. in one of the movies. Yeah. Well, that's an old tale of somebody flashing their high beams at you and keeps flashing the lights at you and stops a murderer from killing you from your back seat. And that freaked me out as a kid. So I've yeah. always been a fan of checking my back seat every time. I've gotten into my car just because like <laughs> just the idea of somebody just hiding and lurking like centimeters Somebody's away trying from to get you. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I got a little bit of paranoia going on. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the little things. I'm a big fan of enjoying. I had a conversation. I had lunch with my friend Connor today and mm. we were talking about just enjoying moments of time and enjoying little things. And living in the moment, because a lot of times we spend all of our lives just trying to figure out what's coming up and what's going to happen next and all that, that I can't enjoy this moment right here and trying right. to find some joy in this moment that I'm in right now. And uh, enjoying a little thing is really important. Just a, a good rule for life in general. Uh, number 42, keep your hands to yourself. Great. Number 52, don't be afraid to ask for help. And number 53, what now? Um, in a world where, um, in a world where, you know, there's no, no, uh, manufacturing or, you know, clean water or whatever, you might want to yeah. you know, have some wet wipes. Also, it's going to be smelly. All right. Yeah. I think we understand how smelly the world is if we don't have power yeah. <laughs> and clean water or soap. Like we don't have those things. It's going to get real smelly real fast. I was having a conversation with somebody about uh, what the world used to be like not too long ago, 100 years ago, 125 years ago. There's no deodorant. There are horses everywhere. And like when you sweated, like everything smelled different. It smelled mm. everywhere. And we live in this world where we're divorced from, you know, natural body smells normally that you would yeah. find it amazingly awful to be 150 years ago. It would just be bombard Nick, your senses. Nick and I were talking about something very similar. Uh, yeah. It had to do with it had to do with dental hygiene, and when that wasn't a thing, like a lot of people died because their their stuff would just become infected and abscessed, and they would die from infection. See, you're wrong. Dental hygiene was always a thing, but here's what would happen: you would get an abscess, and they just yanked the tooth out. So mm -hmm. good teeth weren't a thing. That that's gotcha. what it was. People, like, if you had a pain in your tooth, 
like that wouldn't go away. They just yanked that son of a bitch out. Yeah. Right? It was it wasn't that people didn't care. It's just like they just had no other option. Like right. you could try to fix it, and you would just hope that that infection wouldn't go into your bloodstream, which it can yeah. kill you. And there was no way to combat that. But like people took care of themselves, they just didn't have any way to do it. So like when you went to uh, a barber surgeon, he might look at your teeth and say, "That one's bad. Let's come out." Barber surgeon. <laughs> Listen, that's a thing. They would cut your hair. I, I know. Would, I just forgot that you. it was a thing. Yeah, it's a thing that happened. It's like you were both a guy who cut hair, which you shouldn't get in the wounds, and then cause wounds in people at the same time. It's great. Yeah. And then shave you. Like, it's just a weird set of things. Okay. So that's what we, we love the rules. We love the interaction of characters. We love the story structure. What did you not like about this movie? Uh, I, I explained the use of the guns. Yes. Uh, so remember you, I explained to you what a Kimbo meant? Uh, and how Tallahassee uses his guns akimbo, right? Okay. In that one scene right. in Pacific Planet. That's when Can I mentioned the it. movie Guns Akimbo with uh yeah with, uh Harry Potter. Yeah. I think it was named Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like the only time you would ever use your guns akimbo and it makes sense would be in that situation where they're like a foot away from you and they can't yeah. get any closer. Because anything So what does guns akimbo have, mean? It means you just dual wielding them. You you're using both guns at one time, like it looks cool to do. Yeah, it looks cool, but it's just difficult to do precisely. Yeah, you can't really do it at any distance because no, like pistols. Pistols themselves aren't accurate past like fifteen meters, because what determines the accuracy of a pistol is the barrel length and the amount of rotation. And if the barrel is this big, you have minimal. Uh, bullet travel down the barrel, minimal rotation, so you have no accuracy. That's why they rifle bullets. They rifle barrels, right? Exactly. Rotation. Yep. I, I, I once read a book about Daniel Boone, and Daniel Boone became really famous, but he was one of the first people in the Western Frontier, which was Kentucky at the time, by the way. Um, yeah. The Western <laughs> Frontier, because he had a barreled rifle. Mm. And the barreling in the rifle. Rifling in the this barrel. Was a, yeah, the rifling in the barrel. The yeah. The rifle, yeah. The rifling in the barrel, which is that corkscrew that you're talking about, yeah. makes the, 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 the bullet spin, but that causes it to be more accurate rather than causes inaccuracy, as you would think. Just naturally, you think a smooth bore would shoot straight. But that's not how it Right, works. but it doesn't. It just throws it all over the place because your round gets its own weird rotation from uh, friction in the air as opposed yeah, to call as opposed to creating its own vortex. I don't know what a vortex is, but that's what happens. Thank you, Jacob. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I thought more so than it being inaccurate, I didn't like the idea, okay, so the, the earth, things are over. Manufacturing yeah. is over. Yeah. So this isn't 1750 where you could pick up a pebble and put it in your gun and shoot no. that thing off. No. Right? Like, you didn't, manufacturing they didn't have a bullets. They had, they had yeah. high tech, very, like some of those guns are like thousands of dollars yeah. in firearms. Like just one, like 
that like Tech Nine or whatever SMG he had is like a few grand. I don't know guns, so, but sure. Yeah, it's the little. But you can't little, just put anything in there. No, which is the other thing I was going to explain. I wouldn't have an entire thing of guns. I would have one gun that I prefer per caliber, depending on what I can pick up and find. You've played too many video games. We're in the zombie apocalypse. You just need a bunch of guns. Well, it doesn't make sense to have two different guns that take nine millimeter. Pick one. Why? I don't. I don't. Why? Well, you're gonna learn, you're gonna learn me something here. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna learn. So, if you got a nine millimeter pistol or nine millimeter SMG, pick which one you prefer because you're using the same ammunition for both. What's an SMG? Some uh, machine gun. Yes. You know what that is? Yeah. It's the little baby oh. guns that shoot really fast. Oh, man. Look at me coming up with stuff. <laughs> Submachine so, gun. So, like, it doesn't make sense to have three different 12-gauge shotguns because they all take 12-gauge slugs. Okay. So just have you one, just... but what if one, is, what if one breaks? Then you got two others you can go to. But you, well, you, what you're saying is not, not that you can't have options. Right? right, but you would use one steadily. Yeah, precisely. Uh, so, like, if you happen to find twelve gauge ammo, you got a gun that takes it. You find nine millimeter, you have a gun that takes it. That way, no ammo is wasted. And essentially, if you're finding guns in that condition, you're finding gun cleaning kits as well. I'm assuming, which is what prevents them from breaking. Guns can last a very, very, very long time—decades, as long as you clean them. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about that. You're the gun yeah. expert because, uh, you know, you were trained in that. Um, yeah, I just that's know why that those, you... Those little gun like things bother me. Blacka, 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 blacka. That's what we do. Black, black, black. That's it. You clap. That's it. That's it. And then we throw it in the river uh, because, you know... Oh, yeah, that's happen. the other thing that I despise. Yo, your gun what? runs out of ammo. You don't throw it in the bushes. <laughs> you don't throw it away. That's like having an iPhone that dies. You throw it away and you pick up another one. <laughs> yeah. In, in a place where there's finite resources, you hoard those resources. Yeah. That's how that works. And like you said, you're not just shooting stuff off randomly by mistake. But uh, I don't know. I, 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 like I'm, I've got Zombieland. Whenever I do the podcast, I always have the movie playing on in the background. Yeah. And... Um, I never bought Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg, other than the fact that they were the only two adult humans. But I, I have a feeling Wichita would have, you know, jumped in the sack with uh, Tallahassee before she did Jesse Eisenberg. You know what I mean? I just, uh, yeah. No, I just, I don't buy their chemistry. And uh, yeah, although Emma Stone's greatness, she is great. I also found it odd that they didn't try to make them look a little bit dirtier because like yeah complaining about not having showers and emma stone's still like oh i'm emma stone look how hot i am <laughs> i'm emma stone and i have all the eye makeup in the world oh dude i was about to say that i'm like i'm emma stone and i have immaculate makeup right now <laughs> all the time 24 7 never smeared never nothing i've got the cat's eyes going it's working yeah all right so jacob we're a half hour in. This is about the end. This is how this thing goes. So tell me, would you recommend this movie to anybody? Absolutely. Everyone should see Zombieland at least once. It's a great movie. It's worth a watch? Yeah, I think it is.
I mean, I've watched it like 10 times and I even took the time to watch it again last night and I still enjoyed it. I mean, I've, I've, I've watched it a bunch too. I love zombie fiction. I think this is fun. Like I watched one called Warm Bodies that was not, was not good. Nicholas Holt's in it. And I just I, did not. Huh? There was one that I tried watching like three times and every time I fell asleep, it had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Maggie. I tried watching that one a bunch of times. I kept falling asleep during it. I, I wanted to watch, uh, there's a zombie, there's a zombie Nazi one in Sweden. That's mm-hmm. supposed to, dead, dead Snow. That's supposed to be amazing. I got to watch that one. Um, I think that's on Netflix, isn't it? No, it isn't. Dead Snow 2 is on Netflix. Oh. Like most of the best movies. And like the second one is on everything. And the first one you can't find. So you can get right. And I'm one of those guys. I need the beginning. All right. Yeah. I need to know what happens in the beginning to understand why we're where we're at in the second one. Right. But like you can't find like there's so many movies where you can't find the first one. But the second one's all Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters mm-hmm. 2 is available on every platform. Ghostbusters right. 1 is like trying to find, you know, Jimmy Hoffa. Where the fuck is that thing? <laughs> I just don't understand. But like a lot of movies, like go next time you go streaming, look for something that's got a sequel, and you'll find that the first one that establishes everything is hard to find. The second one, the sequel that nobody likes, is the one that's on everything. Yeah. I think it's probably a legal thing. So anyway, Jacob, Lost yeah. Movie Madness. Or the Keeman friend. Does anybody yeah. want to give a shout out to you wanna say hello to anything? Uh my grandparents. And that I love them. That's about it, though. <laughs> I love you, Grandma and Granddad, too. Yeah. They're the best. If you liked what you heard, uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, please give me a review on whatever podcast you're listening to this on. Or give me a thumbs up on YouTube. Uh, this is going up later today. Jake, thank you so much for uh, doing the podcast. Yeah. We'll have to All do right. it again. Maybe with a weirder movie. Oh, definitely a weirder movie. And I might do a cartoon next time. Oh, I've gotten cartoon. out of the habit of doing cartoons. I gotta do some more. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks so See much, you, buddy. Jake. Thank you. You have bud. a great one. You too. Bye. Bye.